Welcome back to Wake Up Winden, going through season three of Dark, and we're going to cover episode five, Life and Death, today. And with me again is my co-host, Jer. Jer, how are you doing today? Doing great. You're great, Brian. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, Jer. Um, glad to have you back again. You've been really insightful, helped me talk through the plot. So uh, really glad to have you back today, Jer. Happy to be here. So, Jer, had, uh, just wanted, before we get into the show, just wanted to say a quick thank you. Uh, Robert J. Colley and uh, Gina G., thank you so much for your positive reviews. Really um, meant a lot to me. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for that. And also, thank you to Andrea on Twitter um, for saying some nice things about the show. And we had a little laugh about me maybe messing up some Old Testament, mixing up the Old Testament with some Game of Thrones uh, lore. So apologies for that, but thank you for being a good sport, Andrea. Um, so, Jer, this episode, um, I think this was probably the best one of the, uh, of the series, of the season thus far. What do you think about that? I would completely agree. I mean, there's a lot that goes on in this episode. There's a lot of just shocking, you know, just moments where you just kind of, you know, like, <laughs> like that happened or, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, just a great episode, you know, a really, really strong episode. Yeah, I think I screamed about seven times during the episode, and uh, there's some really shocking moments. Um, and uh, maybe we can just highlight some of like the big moments first, and then we'll kind of go through the kind of go through this uh, episode. That sound good, Jer? That works. All right, so um, I'm gonna kind of go just chronologically for the big moments because the yeah. first one, the first one I was screaming during was when um, when Ellie got knocked out by the assaulter. I was just uh, yeah. I, I, I screamed. I, I gasped. I couldn't believe that happened. And the whole scene following was so disturbing and, uh, you know, results in the end of uh, Peter's life. Poor Ellie gets traumatized and horribly assaulted. And then, uh, you know, Peter steps in, thankfully, just in time. But it's still, you know, horribly tra traumatizing. And uh, yeah. the, f the whole fight was really tense. And uh, I don't know, that knife scene, Jer, when, um, when the... When the when the man turned it around on Peter, it was really just horrible. Oh, I, that I mean that that uh, part of the episode in particular is just so suspenseful, and you're just on the edge of your seat. You obviously have have feel, you know great feelings for Elizabeth. Uh, you know she's a great character. You don't want anything bad to happen to her. At the same time, you do know like she's going to survive this, right? And then you know once Peter comes in, you're kind of you know, you're, you're worried for him because you kind of know, you know, a couple episodes prior, you had Noah saying, you know, hey, even when you die, like, I'm going to be the one taking care of Elizabeth. So he, he kind of called him out, and, and you know that that's going to come at some point. See, so even though you know how things are going to kind of play out and you have a suspicion, you're still at the edge of your seat just because you're so worried about these characters. You're, you know, you've come to really like them, and, uh, and it's just it's very well done, very suspenseful. Yeah, you're so right, and it um, is really crazy because the show always calls its shots. Like like you said, we knew what was going to happen to Peter, pretty much. We knew he was probably going to die, and they, they do this all the time <laughs> throughout the episode. We'll talk about more instances, but they, they kind of tell you what's going to happen, and it still, when you see it happen and play out, it's shocking. And um, It's still a shock. It's still a surprise when it happens, right? I, I mean, they're doing a wonderful job of that. Yeah, so I felt... Um, you know, I was kind of, I was, I was thinking about just the two Peters in this episode because I always was thinking how the other one kind of is kind of has a stiffer upper lip. He's a little bit, you know, stronger. It seems the other world Peter, 
but this Peter, uh, the Peter, our original Peter, you know, he saves Elizabeth's life here, dies a hero, and um, I just, I, he really did show his mettle there, uh, fighting off that man, so I just wanted to kind of give some props. He did, and, and you're, you're referring to the, the Jonas world, Peter, and the Martha world, Peter, right? That's right, Jerry, I am, um, the, the, yeah. the other worlds, yep. Because we also have a younger Peter in the episode as well, Which, the, the Jonas World's Peter, right? It's a, just you know, just make clarification. Thank you, and I was I was so happy to finally see the uh, 1980s version of Peter. It was, it's so cool that the show can like keep these secrets till so late in the game, and they still pay off in an amazing way. They sure do, and and whoever their casting director is does such a great job because that young Peter looks just like the older Peter. He I does. mean, they just spot on that yeah. actor looks, I mean, those, I mean, they just do a great job with that. Don't they? Yeah. It was no surprise. Right. When he said that, uh, he was Peter at the end of the scene. Like we knew it, we knew it was right. And, uh, we, we cool. knew, you knew it was him when he got off that bus. Yeah, right? Like you, you were like, that, that's definitely Peter. That's a young Peter. Like there, there's no if, ands or buts about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was really excited to see it. And yeah, obviously the show has trained you kind of to expect to see these characters from the present and the past, and we haven't seen them yet. So it was a big, big reveal and was waiting for that for sure. Um, okay, so, Jer, we also have the uh, the next, like, massive scene I want to just, like, highlight before we start is the Katarina and Helena scene. Holy cow. <laughs> Can you believe yeah. that one? Wow. Yeah, and, it, I mean, that's another tough, suspenseful scene that one, I, I felt like I didn't have a good feel as to what was going to happen. Did, did you? Like, I, I did not. The end result of that was not what I anticipated. That when the interaction happened and, and you know, Katarina chasing her mom in the forest. So, like, I, I did not think it would get that far and escalate to that point. Um, but, but just a real dramatic scene and, um, you know, very riveting. Yeah. So I was, I was worried for Katarina because. I knew the mom didn't die. I feel like that would have been part of Katarina's story if Helena had been murdered. So I started to get really worried for Katarina because I knew, you know, we, we didn't know what happened to her next. And I was hoping, I was like, is this the difference? I'm always looking for, hey, is there finally a divergent path or is it still the same old thing that happened? And I, I kind of had a feeling it's going to be the same old thing. And Katarina, I thought I kind of was worried for her and it turned out she got just brutally, brutally murdered by her mom with the rock. Um, really tough, really tough to watch. Oh, I mean, the entire fight is just tough. I mean, they get to that beach and they're, they're fighting and yeah, I, it's really tough. And, and of course they, they do, um, you know, the, the whole story of the necklace, which kind of plays out, um, in this episode, right. Uh, and, and how that, you know, what the meaning is of their, that, and then, setting it up so that it's there on the beach, right? For mm-hmm. Jonas to pick up, um, you know, and, and that's kind of you know, where it stood until that time, right? Yeah, very cool to finally see that payoff. Um, that's been since now, um, middle of season two. And then the other cool thing, do you remember when Bartosh, I think it's like very early in the in the series, I think Bartosh and Magnus are talking about the lady in the water? Yeah, you know, I had forgotten about that, but you bring that up and I do kind of remember that. And it, it now it, it makes a whole lot of sense. And, and it, I guess it, you know, another thing that leads to the, the people that created the show really planned this out from the start, right? <laughs> they, really, they really had it all outlined and ready to go. So, um, yeah, no, I, 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 I do remember that. 
Yeah, and I, I can't remember, you know, the specifics of it, but it's very early in the show. I think it's the first time the kids go to the lake, and, uh, you know, Bartosh is telling some story, and he has Magnus pull down Marta in the water at the suspenseful part. Yeah. But there's some lady that lives in the water, and, you know, you see Katarina get buried in the water today, right? I mean, they stick, um, I believe her mom sticks a bunch of rocks in her backpack, and takes her into she the does. water yeah yeah so yeah and you know it's it's crazy to think that they're telling that story but it's it's of their mom right oh my <laughs> love this show so. yeah this show just uh will really mess with you and then uh yeah and it's just crazy that everything had already happened you know the first like when we first see these characters all these things in the past have already happened and we were going to yeah. see them play out um just in present time through through this like endless cycle Ugh. It's so well done the show. Yeah. Um so yeah. Oh, yeah. So and then the last the last moment and honest I I think I was ready for this one too just cuz I was thinking about Adam. Uh, I'm I'm talking about Jonas getting shot at the end. But like seconds yep. before it happened when she when Marta the alternate Marta the traveler Marta was saying that she was so sorry I was like no 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 she's going to shoot Jonas because that's yeah. what happened with Adam, right? Adam shot Marta in the other world. Uh yep. So I mean, that, that, that was kind of a, you kind of had that one coming, especially when the older Martha goes into the whole, you know, death of naivety, death of innocence, you know, and then your mm-hmm. own death, right? You kind of, it just felt like you were just leading up to Jonas is going to get it here. like. <laughs> yeah, and even that line's even a callback, too. I can't remember exactly who said it. I want to say it was Noah. I think I think Adam told It was Jonas Adam. That. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that, that, that tracks. It sounds about right. Um, so, yeah, so John, Jonas ends up bleeding out. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, reverse image like we've been seeing all season of, you know, the end yep. of season two, right? Um, except yep. this time the roles are reversed. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's a younger version of Martha shooting uh, Jonas here as opposed to the older version. But it's still, you know, very much a mirror. I think right? that's, that's probably tougher, right? I mean... Uh, you know, Adam is like, I don't know, there's distance from like Adam and Jonas, right? And uh, for the yeah. young Marta to do this, I think it really hurts more. Yeah, and, and there's emotion there, right? Uh, whereas Adam did it emotionlessly, yeah. right? He, he just did it, and he, he, he it's just another box check. You know, it's another thing that you need to get done. Um, when Martha does it, uh, it, there's a lot of emotion there, and she's sorry for her younger self, and... Uh, and she's sorry about it. She's upset about it. So, yeah, I, I, you know, a real, a real interesting scene, especially with all the Marthas there. You yes. Know, and, and, you know, all their different faces with the same person. And, yeah. Yeah. And let me, let me ask you this, Jerry, because I think it's probably pretty important um, coming through the, from this episode. So we know that the stranger version of Jonas and Adam, that they're alive, and we know that that Jonas the Stranger doesn't remember this traveling to the other world. So, um, don't you, like, what, there has, this has to be new, right? Am, am I reading that right, that this is probably a new path and that maybe this is going to create something new? At the time, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. You know, that, that when, I, when I saw this, I was like, this, this has to be something new. We're changing things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it still didn't make sense when you're talking about the Stranger Jonas in 1888. Um, talking about, look, you know, when he talks to Martha from the other world, I, I don't remember you. You know, I, I don't, like, you, this, that never happened to me. 
you know. So you think that there's something going on. There, there's a, you know, there's a glitch. There's something that's happening here. But to, you know, at, at that point when I watched that scene, I was thinking that this has never happened, and Jonas cannot be that. I mean, they, they cannot be shot. You know, that that's that's not something that I think could happen. And um, you know, you just you, you, you're just screaming the TV and. You don't know what to do next, so I don't know watch the next episode, right? Yeah, because like I've been thinking, I haven't seen, I'm haven't seen any of the next episodes, so I'm just thinking like, you know, that can't just wipe out Jonas, that can't or Jonas, that can't just wipe out right. Jonas and Adam, um, at least for the rules that the show has been playing with, you know, thus far, like because we kind of saw the plot armor right. of some of like with some of these characters, we know that they're not going to die, and um, right because we know that they have a future, and like the show has kind of taught us that that hey if there's a future i think Jonas the stranger talks about this if if i have Absolutely. a future they've showed it multiple times i yeah. mean i mean they've really emphasized the fact look if there's an older version of you you the younger version can't get killed yeah <laughs> really even even with helgi right you know with, with uh ulrich beating him up i mean you knew he was going to survive that yep. that he wasn't going to die from that Right. Yeah, especially with you know you, you, we know about the the how his ear how his ear looks and we know that when Ulrich is doing that we're like that's how that comes to be so um, yeah yeah it's I I just I couldn't imagine being in the writers room and uh, trying to map this all out it has to be a vision board that would be worthy of Claudia you know yeah oh yeah <laughs> without a doubt <laughs> or even the nice marble right maybe they have maybe have something <laughs> like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would hope. I mean, I think those those writers have got to deal with uh, something that's a little bit more flexible than Marvel, though, right? I'm sure they had different reversions and edits and everything like that. They got to be constantly moving, so whiteboard probably makes the most sense, or, yeah. or something there's, like that, right? There's probably a Google Drive that has just like uh, taken up all the storage. Here's all the family tree all information. The story, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to get my hands on that. Uh, okay, so yeah, oh, um, I know. All right, so you want to let's go through the episode a little bit. We talked about the like ma- massive major scenes, but there's still a lot of meat on the bone. So let's go through the episode, yeah, and uh, see what we could uh, uncover here. Um, so uh, yeah. sad scene at the beginning, right? We're seeing uh, Claudia burying Regina, and we saw yeah. you know Tronta had had um, suffocated her in the the previous time we saw them. Yeah, and and that that kind of. I was still, you know, I'm still like trying to understand that, you know, why, why is, how did Tronti make it? Why is he killing, you know, his own daughter? Like, you know, that type of, who's, you know, like, who we've seen, like him, you know, with the awkward car ride, you know, you just, you know that he, he's, he's, he's got to be motivated by something. We just don't know what, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a really tough scene. And then we see, uh, Claudia burying her daughter and and you know it's it's sad there's you know it's raining you know she's using a shovel like uh, obviously she wasn't working with Tronti to do that I, I feel like she didn't tell Tronti to do it because Tronti would be helping her bury her right right so, so it's it's clear that she didn't think that that would happen and you know she's burying her daughter and she didn't expect her to, to come back when she came back for her to be dead Right. Yeah, and I suspect, like like you said, not that version of Claudia, but I suspect he's probably still working with the older version of Claudia somewhere through time. And for Tronto, we know that he was really loyal to Claudia, probably more than any other character, even his even his son. We found out when right. when the right. you know newspaper clippings come out of his bag. So yeah, 
Um, that's that's my speculation going forward that he's somehow in cahoots with the older Claudia, and we know that he's got some access to time travel, being that he's alive in this time period. So, um, at least that's what I think, but I could be totally wrong too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I don't want you don't have to speculate on that anymore, Jer, because I know <laughs> I know you've seen more <laughs> of it. So we're trying. We're we're not swimming. I haven't seen any of it. Jer has seen, so Jer, Jer will be a little more careful. Yeah, and, I've, I'll speculate. I've, kind of, I've skipped forward a little bit, yeah. uh, but I, I'm going to be mindful of the audience and, uh, yeah. and hold my thoughts uh, when it comes to, to those type of things. So. <laughs> yeah, and hard to blame you, Jared, for wanting to go through it. It's been really tough to hold off, but I've done this just for the sake of like my own guessing for the podcast. I wanted to at least try that, but uh, I don't blame you one bit, so don't worry about that. Of course. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, so we get a voiceover. Is that Ava in the voiceover, or is it Claudia? What do you think about that? Yeah, I, you know, I I thought it was Ava. Yeah, that's what I guess. Um, at, at least that's that's what I think. Um, and 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 of course it makes sense, right? Because you have uh, Jonas kind of rolling over and seeing the original Martha, mm-hmm. uh, the Martha from his world, and then it turns into the you know the Martha from from Ava's world, right? Yes. Yeah, we saw Martha Martha without bangs, and uh, of course that was the original with or without bangs. Um, it's, uh, you know, I guess, I, I think, you know, you could tell Jonas is, it's still fresh in Jonas's mind, you know, that, that he just lost the one that he, that he had in his world. And, you know, he's, he's obviously still in love with her and, um, you know, he, he misses her, right. Yeah. Even though he's with kind of an exact replica of her, but not the same one. Yeah. Right. It's not his Marta. And like the show has kind of gone out of their way to like, make sure we know that it's not her, it's not his Marta, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, the voiceover, you know, it talks about the one thing all humans have in common, you know, we're all born and we all die. And the show really, yep. you know, hits those hard truths sometimes. And it's been a big theme of the show too. So, um, but I do, I do, I do like here, um, they do the voiceover so well too, you know, um, they all kind of just wrap up the whole, you know, theme of the show and, uh, the theme of the episode a lot of times too, right? Absolutely. And, and, you know, life and death. This is, you know, this is this episode has a lot of death in it. I mean, if George R. R. Martin were to direct an episode of Dark, this would be the episode, right? I mean, <laughs> can I do episode five? A whole lot of people die. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, this is the red wedding, really. Um, it's, yeah, it's the red wedding of Dark, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, this was this was a shocking episode. Um, the uh, 2053, we're back there, and. Uh, this is where we have Adam with Charlotte, which is, you know, kind of an uh, interesting match seeing Jonas and a version of Jonas with Charlotte. And uh, yeah. he's, he's telling her that, you know, Elizabeth will always be led to her and Ava's not going to achieve her goal. And her world doesn't deserve to be saved any more than our world. So can we talk about Adam and Adam and Ava's motivation at this point? Yeah. And, you know, one thing that I, I kind of think back when I, um, when I watched that scene again, was you know Adam is very confident. He's not, he's kind of. I mean, I think I think it's safe to say he's overconfident, right? Oh, I yeah. mean, it's just like she she will never win. Like her her way will never work. You know that that type of thing. Um, it, it it's just kind of uh, you, you don't get a good feeling there. You know when when any especially in this show whenever anyone anytime anyone says look it's just not going to happen that way like it's almost assured to, you know, be the opposite of that. And, um, you know, you, you could see at this point, 
Um, Charlotte's kind of in the know, right? She's talking about Ava, and, and so she must be know, understand that world exists, um, understand how, how things are working. Um, so it's a, it's a really interesting scene. Yeah, and for Charlotte, it's kind of been like this since 1986 even, 1987. Because I thought it was kind of strange in the first two, I think in season two, when Charlotte and Peter, they they kind of accept the time travel theory pretty quickly um, without much questioning it, right? They, they get to the uh, conclusion much quicker than a lot of characters. And now going back and seeing, seeing uh, you know, them talk about it in the 80s kind of makes sense now, right? Yeah, yeah, it totally makes sense. They... They don't grapple with the fact that there's time travel at all. They're <laughs> just like, okay, you know, the the Dopplers are like, all right, well, we'll just, you know, we'll keep moving on and figuring out what we need to do. And you could see, in you know, in the apocalypse version, Peter's still looking for um, for his wife and and his other daughter, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's the mindset of look, you know, either they traveled or they did something, but we need to keep looking because they're not in the bodies and they got to be out there. You know? Right, and he knows it's possible. So, um, yeah, yeah, they're uh, it's it's tough, but like I didn't understand where what where are they looking at just different um, you know different sites where bodies might be? Is that what they're doing there? I think so. I, I think they're probably going to every military area and and just checking the bodies, okay. checking the photos. Uh, you know, I, I think. That's my understanding. So I would assume that's a different area that got hit, and they're just checking to make sure that uh, Fran and Charlotte aren't amongst those as well. And I, I you just don't know, right, um, what they're really going to do because they are, they went to the, the the site of the power plant, right? Mm-hmm. So you just assume that maybe this is a second site or you know an area close by that had other identified dead bodies, and they're just making sure that they're not amongst them there so yep. you know that that's kind of what, what my understanding is and then of course you see you know young elizabeth just kind of being like look i'm, I'm done like I, I i can't i can't keep looking you know i, I you know I, I i don't know why we're doing this you yeah. know and, and kind of getting frustrated right yeah it's it's tough too because it's the last conversation she'll have with her dad so uh yeah that's brutal. yeah yeah um it is it, it's it's really tough yeah, they're basically in the mindset of, hey, no news is good news if they if they go to one of these places and they're trying to, uh, hopefully that they think that they're tra- time traveling, which which we know they are. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, going back to the other world, right? Uh, we talked about how Marta and Jonas woke up together, and uh, Katarina, you know, she was actually looking. For the, they were looking for Marta all day yesterday because they had time traveled. And she's like, "Who are you?" <laughs> to Joan, uh, to Jonas. Yeah. yeah, she she didn't seem that phased at the hookup. No, right? like I, you know, and and Jonas coming down, he looks pretty disheveled. He's dirty. I mean, you see like his hands when he touches Martha's face, like later on, like it, it, he's not. He doesn't look like a clean young man. You know, <laughs> like he's got this weird scarring on his neck and she just doesn't seem phased by him at all she's just like where were you yesterday (laughs) yeah no no what about the random boy with the scar around his (laughs) neck and you know who who doesn't look like he's you know taking a bath in like seven days like you know what about him like and he he (laughs) had time about him (laughs) he finally had some time to wash up like he really needed to take advantage of that time (laughs) yeah um so um yeah, so Jonas, 
he's uh, still in rough shape. And I was just laughing because, uh, just really quickly, the they had Bartosh, Killian, and Marta on the uh, in a picture on the bed, like near the bed. I was just laughing at that. Yeah. I was, uh, <laughs> can't yeah. escape those yeah, pictures still. Killian's replaced Jonas in the, that picture, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So that's got to be kind of awkward for Jonas uh, <laughs> lying next and to that. Killian kind of... He kind of he kind of sold her up the river, didn't he? I mean, with the whole like, yeah, like I talked to Killian and he said you just disappeared out of thin air. It's like, no, yeah, she she dumped you and then you run and go to tell the mom that like you know she disappeared. Like, well, not a stand up guy, that Killian. Yeah, not, not a big fan of Killian in, in the Martha world. You yeah. know, Ulrich was right to pull him out of that school. No, I'm just yep, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, because it seems. Yeah, it seems like he would. He just sort of said he didn't know what happened to her, right? Because like they broke up and she was gone. He, how would he know that she disappeared? You know, like he he should have just said he yeah. didn't know. Yeah, yeah. He just got upset because he got dumped. Yes. You know, and and, and, and you know he kind of you know used used that to kind of motivate his comments towards the you know towards towards Katarina, right? But yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, and then so we also have Katarina, the other version of her in the eighties. And I was really excited at first when she's telling Ulrich the plan. I was like, oh, this is going to be sick. I'm so excited. I want them to break out. And uh, I should have known better. I should have known I should have known that this can't happen because she's going after I was Nickel. Gonna, you're ruined for them because you're like, okay, well, at least they can live the rest of their lives together. You know, Ulrich's very old at this point, but maybe he can have kind of a good rest of his life with his wife. And then you hear her go, and we'll just, we could grab Mickle and we'll all be together. And it's just like, ooh, I don't know if that one's going to happen. Like, yeah, it can't know. happen. So, yeah, you're right. right. Um, it's just terrible because, yeah, once once she invokes Mickle's name, you know it can't happen and you know something's going to go off the path. And maybe it's like Katarina dropping her knife, you know, is like the thing that kind of, you know, set her off that maybe wouldn't have happened if, I don't know, it's just so crazy, the show with all the, things that can and can't happen but um yeah uh, you know it couldn't happen once mickle was uh talked about yeah once once she's like and then we'll pick up we'll get right we'll grab mickle we'll, we'll all be good together it's like yeah i don't know about that one yeah <laughs> like, and that's not gonna happen i kind of get the feeling that ulrich knew he looked so sad I, I know he apologizes for everything but when she talks about getting mickle it looks like he knows that's not even possible like he's already tried it and he kind of knows it won't work right yeah, and I th- I think he's a broken man at that point, right? Yeah. I mean, he, there's there's little to no hope, you know. Like he's just kind of like, okay, you know, that sounds good. I'm sorry, and you know, I'll, I'll see you at ten o'clock, like that type of thing. But in the back of his mind, I, I feel like you know this isn't gonna work. Like yeah, you know? yeah, he's just have like at least you know somebody somebody that knows him, somebody that used to love him. So it's good that he at least got that little interaction, I guess. But another just like yeah. horrible tease for Ulrich, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's a tough fate for yeah. for for Ulrich, you yeah. know. It really is um, being uh, an immense institution, being institutionalized for for that long, and uh, you know having hope come around, you know, where you get to talk to Mikkel and and you know talk to to Katerina and and Hannah, and, you know, and nothing really comes <laughs> and Hannah, and, and nothing comes to fruition from any of it, right? Right. So it, it, he's he's you know it's a true tortured soul type. Um, you know, ending for him. Yeah, and like, just when I thought the Katarina and Ulrich, you know, story couldn't get any more messed up, we have this episode, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it's just 
just really, really crazy what happens to this family. You know, everybody, Magnus is like, so far it's, and I'm sure maybe like Magnus's time might be coming, but man, everybody's had real tragic story in this family. Holy cow. Yeah, Um, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay. A really important scene and like those other three shocking moments kind of maybe overshadowed this in my mind, but the scene with Charlotte talking to Tanhouse um, has to be very important, and uh, some new information yes. was dropped here. Yeah, you know, a lot of um, uh, you know a lot of Charlotte's you know history is, is is kind of a mystery, and we know that she was raised by G. H. Tanhouse, right? But we we don't really get the whole story, and and here we do, right? You know, we we find out that. Um, you know, there was a car accident. He shows the picture of his son and his daughter-in-law and the grandchild. And there's a car accident and two women show up and they give, you know, they give Charlotte to GH and that's it. That That's, that's kind of how it happens. And, you know, I think he thought when he told her that, that she was ready for it, that she was old enough. But the way she kind of reacts, it just kind of, and maybe some people are never old enough or are never mature enough to, to understand that. But, you know, when, when he kind of describes it and she's like, well, why did this happen? And he's just like, he's honest with her. He's like, I don't know. You know, I, I truly don't know. Um, it's, it's a real interesting scene. It's uh, one that, you know, I watched it again and it's just so painful from the standpoint of Charlotte because she, she wants to know. She wants to know, you know, where she came from. And, and I know she's thankful to GH and everything like that for being, you know, a, a foster parent. But, you know, where, where did she, where do I come from? You know, that, that's what she's asking, and the um, real important thing. Yeah, and a couple of things just to uh, tack on from what you said, too. You know, Charlotte, you know, we see is pretty messed up inside. There's a scene earlier in the show, in the series where Peter says that you're dead inside, and we kind of see just because she has so much mystery in her past, she really doesn't know what happened to her, and I just think that that's kind of an important reveal for her character because... She doesn't, you know, share much, right? She's very stern most of the time. Um, she's not very, like, warm and fuzzy. So um, it kind of explains her character a little bit more, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and, absolutely. It definitely does. And the other thing I was going to say is um, H.G. Tanhouse really takes this, takes this in stride. You know, his, his son, he's lost his son, his daughter-in-law, and his grandchild. And he still raises this girl who's dropped off at his door. Um, I think yeah. that's incredible <laughs> that he did that. Stand-up guy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. G G A H G is, yeah, he's he's a good guy, you know, and he's patient with her too, right? I mean, he doesn't run after her when she gets upset and kind of, you know, runs away to the bus stop, right? He he lets her work her through it, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, and thankfully a young Peter's there to to keep her in Winden, the black <laughs> hole of Winden, right? Yeah, <laughs> who sent him there? Somebody knew that Charlotte was going to need to come back. I just that's going to come up. <laughs> um, yeah. So. I'm going to speculate really quickly, Jaron, who I think the two women yeah. are. And you don't have to confirm or any, don't say anything about it, but uh, I, I'm just going to put my yeah. guess out there. I think it's going to be Claudia and Claudia, and I don't know if it's going to be Claudia, old Claudia, and normal Claudia, or normal Claudia and other world Claudia. He said that they were strange-looking, maybe the heterochromia is what I'm speculating. Um, sure. Another candidate maybe could be Ellie could be involved in this, Elizabeth. Um, but I'm, I'm just going to say, I'll, I'll, I'll guess Claudia and Claudia and we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's, I mean, 
Uh, I, I won't. I won't comment. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. No I mean, problem. That, that's, a, that's a great guess. Yeah. yeah. No problem. All right. So yeah, that scene was great though, just to to get Charlotte's you know past and uh, I, I did like I respected Tanhouse a lot more after that too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And and he's never not been a good guy. You know, um, yeah. when when people have visited him, him and you know asked him to to fix the the apparatus or the contraption or whatever it's called. Um, you know, he's always done it, you know, and, and he's always given people advice and, and spoken honestly, um, which is way better than 99.9% of the characters in Dark. It's true. <laughs> so. It's the secrets and lies, right? Franziska talks about that uh, quite often, actually, in the first two seasons, how, like, the secrets and lies are what destroy this town. And you're right, he's very yeah. honest, and he is a stand-up guy, so uh, good on HG there. Um, yeah. And, all right, so Charlotte in the other world. Um, is playing kind of the Clawson role, right? She's kind of grilling Alexander, trying to find out more. Yeah. But she's kind of, um, she's not grilling him because of, you know, a missing brother, but rather about Helga and what he was doing in the 1980s, right? Yeah, and you, you, you find out that uh, the Martha world is not only a world without Jonas, it's a world without Clawson. We're, we're missing Clawson's Thank God. Uh, is investigative, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God, right? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a similar uh, scene that we saw with with Alexander and Clawson, right? Um, where she's questioning him and, and trying to get to the bottom of things and asking about things in terms of years, not necessarily recent events, and, uh, and kind of digging in there, right? Yeah, I thought that was a pretty tall order from Charlotte to ask for the 1986 shift schedules, right? Yeah, like, I mean, you know, how organized would they need to be to have shift schedules from, you know, 30 years ago? <laughs> yeah. When he just started there, too, uh, Alexander. When he just started. As a yeah. welder. <laughs> so, yeah, good luck with that. It seems like she got them. Did I read, like, it seems like the, like he, the, she confirmed that Helga was working that night, right? Yeah, she, I mean, she kind of does get them. You know, or, or at least finds a way to, to figure out that, that Helga, Helga was working there yeah. um, on that night. Um, but, you know, it's, it's funny uh, <laughs> to ask for something like that is pretty crazy. <laughs> Ridiculous ask. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. So, okay, and then another great, great scene when Claudia and Claudia meet each other. And they kind of do like the circle oh. around each other. I love that. Yeah, oh man. I mean, that's just a great scene. Uh, the way they kind of like circle each other and look at each other, and the Claudia from Mar Martha's world is so well put together. Does, isn't yeah. she, you know, that's one of the interesting things for Claudia is you. I mean, you kind of see she goes from, you know, where her ascension is is very clear, right? She she works her way up. She becomes you know essentially CEO of the power plant. She's in charge of the power plant, and she's very well put together. She's well dressed. She makes you know she makes comments about Regina and her hair. Mm -hmm. You know she she obviously puts a premium on the way she looks. And then by the end of it, when she's an older woman, she's got this long gray hair. She's kind of wearing these trench coats or whatever. It's clear that 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 time has passed, right? So. There's a clear, you know, um, ascension as far as, uh, or I guess a, a clear ascension as far as, as her and her character. But then at a certain point, she clearly focuses on something else, right? So, she, so at one point in her life, she feels that uh, appearance is very important. And then by the end of it, it, it is not very important. Um, right. She's very focused in on other things. What's going on? You know, 
who's who's where, you know, what what are people trying to do, what are people motivations, um, you know, it, it, it was a great scene, and, and she's, you know, she's learning about this second world, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I'm from another, you're from another world? Yeah. Um, yeah. I love and, those and, questions. And the whole, um, you know, the, the different times where special things happened, right? And, you know, 1986, um, you know, 2019, 2000, um, and how those, the tunnel kind of essentially became a time transportation portal, right? Yes, because of this cesium residue is what I understood about yep. that. Yes. Yeah. A little bit above my pay grade here, but... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I know nothing about cesium yeah. uh, residues, but yeah. I do know... <laughs> Special things happen during certain dates, and people can time travel through yeah. that cave now. <laughs> yeah, Jonas, it's a positive feedback loop, right? I was like, geez, I was just starting to learn about the paradox bootstrap or whatever. Now I got to yeah. learn yeah. about this. <laughs> you got to so. deal with some positive feedback loop. <laughs> yeah, so now I, I, I don't understand the difference, but that's okay. Somebody somebody else does. And uh, anyway, <laughs> the important thing is, right, uh, the things have to happen the same way, according to this Claudia, right? And I, I kept thinking... Why? Why do? Why does she want things to happen the same way forever and ever, like kind of on a treadmill? And um, I just don't know. I just I'm struggling to find out why she wants the same things to happen over and over again. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, it's very clear uh, Martha in the Martha world wants to keep everything the same. Yep. She doesn't want anything to change. You know. Yeah. And so we have like Adam wants to dist- according, I think according to Claudia. Adam wants to destroy both worlds and Marto wants, or Ava, excuse me, wants to save both worlds. Was, did I hear that right in this episode? Yeah, or, or, or just maintain, right? Status yeah. quo. Okay, status keep, quo. Keep the loops going, right? Yep. yep. And, uh, I don't know, I guess keeping the loops going, maybe, maybe that's better than never existing at all. So, and, um, and I suspect they'll delve further into this as we go along, but, um, I yeah, think, and, you know, it's, it's interesting to see, you know, obviously if you were to talk about um, from a standpoint of, you know, she she mentions light and dark quite a bit. Always. A, Claudia from Ava's world, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So, she's, you know, Ava is light. You know, she's the one, you know, that's going to bring light and Adam is dark, you know. And, and the whole destroying two worlds or, you know, untying the knot does seem dark. Um, but, and that's also the name of the show. So, um, you know, you're kind of going into it, kind of trying to understand this, but, um, you know, trying to understand, is there deception going on there though too? You know, what, sometimes when people are described as, you know, the light or the, you know, uh, a, a true form of something, you just don't know really what the motivation is there. Yeah. They're all lying to Jonas, I think is the bottom line, right? Jonas gets yeah. ma- manipulated <laughs> every which way. Um, you get that feeling, right? Yeah, and he's like so broken in this episode. When I was just, you know, looking at him, you know, the scene where he's telling Marta that they're wrong, he just looks so sad. He's just, he's seen it all. He's, he's done at this point. And uh, I was like, how does he get the strength to become Jonas the Stranger, let alone Adam? And then yeah. uh, we see that you know he meets he meets an end at the end of this episode, which I can't even imagine how they're gonna you know <laughs> go forward with this. So. It's, uh, I can't wait to see the next one to see what happens. Yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's an ending, right? And, and so, you know, we kind of get a hint, uh, a little bit of it, because Stranger Jonas never really 
went to Martha's world, right, to to our understanding. So, you know, we don't know if this is like a new thing or, 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 you know, something that happened that was different, but we see Jonas's end here, you know, the character that we've followed this entire time, um, you know, his demise, right? Yeah, the show wasn't afraid, you know, to, to do that either with, you know, three episodes left. And of course, you know, there's other versions of Jonas, which kind of, you know, helps provide a little pillow <laughs> for this landing. But, yeah. but uh, it's it's crazy that, uh, you know, we're, we're coming to the end of it, but we lost our, you know, the main version of our main character, I guess I should say. Yep. And, and uh, so much of the thoughts that I had when I finished this episode were, okay, does that mean is Adam disappearing? Is, is yeah. Jonas the Stranger disappearing? Or is it because Jonas the Stranger doesn't remember this, that it's okay? You know, it's, it, you're, you're trying to figure out, like, okay, what's going to happen? Are, think, are we going to go back and it's going to be completely different because this happened? You know, it, you're just wondering. But then, you know, you, you just don't know with this show. It always throws you curveballs, and, and you kind of need to figure out where you need to go from there, right? Right, right. This is the true glitch in the ma- Matrix here. Uh, Jonas dying. <laughs> this is going to be a, yep. this is going to cause some trouble. Um, so we get that Peter scene, right? Where Peter gets to the bus stop with Charlotte. Um, and yeah. <laughs> I like everybody just like, everybody hates Wyndon who lives there. She tells Peter to reconsider oh, it. Oh man. Yeah. Wyndon sucks. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't come here. You'll never leave. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh man. That, that old thing. But yeah. man, doesn't Peter seem like such a nice guy? Oh I mean, man. He's just like, he comes there, he sits, he smiles, he's at the bus stop with her, you know? <laughs> Yeah, um, whatever, you know, causes Peter to become, like, the snivelly man that he is, is has not happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do, I, uh, he was cool here, and he was, you know, I always, like, joked about this, like, how did Charlotte and Peter meet? How could these two possibly hit it off? And it turns out it's probably because of time travel, kind of, right? They have this weird conversation about bringing somebody back from the, de- from the dead. Yeah, and, you know, uh, probably part of it is, Charlotte meeting Peter at the right time yep. in her life, right? Yeah. She's she's questioning things. She's trying to understand things. She doesn't really know where she came from. She doesn't have an identity. And, you know, she meets someone who's friendly, who's, you know, willing to go through it with her, you know? And, and that's that's a nice thing. Uh, you know, obviously we know, we know Peter's story and, and, you know, what he's looking for as far as romance and things like that and in both worlds. But... At the same time, you know, he is a great friend of Charlotte. And, yeah. and I think we see that throughout the entire show, right? Yeah. Uh, even in certain scenes where, you know, they kind of look at each other, Peter and Charlotte, and while they might not be lovers per se at that point, they're, they're working together. They're a team, you know? Absolutely. There's the mutual respect there for both of them. So, um, yeah, yeah, they definitely care for each other. You're absolutely right about that. For and, sure. And, um, yeah. The one thing I did think was interesting, because, you know, we do get Peter's story, but he mentions that he didn't know Helga was his dad until a few days ago. And that kind of, you know, provides another connection to Charlotte, because she's just finding out all this stuff about her family. So they're talking a little bit more about this. They start to get to know each other. kind of makes more sense. Um, but yeah, I, there's some similarities there, right? Mm-hmm. You know, topics that they can both uh, connect on, yep. right? And understand each other better, you know, going through it together, right? Yeah. Uh, he's learning about his heritage, uh, and, and then going to, to live with Helgi and, um, you know, she's trying to understand hers. Yep. And it's all going to culminate in, uh, them going, you know, to figure out time travel together 33 years later. So 
Good for them. Yep. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. uh, done what most people have not, so that's good. Um, all yeah. right. So we have uh, just a quick little scene, too, of the other world where uh, Charlotte is telling uh, Peter about the evidence about Helga. And, you know, she's she mentions Ulrich, right? And he's really tough. This is where I think he's like a much tougher Peter in this world because he gets right in her face and he's like, Ulrich, really? So, um, yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, well, this is the world where, you know, he's being she's being cheated on, too. Right. You know, yep. uh, Charlotte's not being faithful in, in the Martha world. Right. Right. And I feel like there's a little bit of that that kind of stirs up. I think Peter is kind of specs certain things and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this, uh, so, you know, she's getting it from Wool- Wooler, she's getting it from Peter now, too. Yeah. Uh, but she doesn't care, she just goes, <laughs> she just goes back to she the just, office. It, she's unfazed, which is, you know, it's a quality of hers that's, that's strength, right? Yeah, she was always hanging up on Peter in season one when he was trying to tell her about time travel, and the whole thing could have been solved much quicker if she just would have listened, but I do <laughs> get it. just been willing to listen yeah. to her husband. <laughs> yeah, I am Team Charlotte 100%, though, uh, in the Charlotte versus Peter, I, I uh, even though it's not really much of a battle, you know, but uh, I've always, Charlotte's always been one of my favorite characters. Totally agree. Yeah. It, one of mine as well. It's just very smart um, yeah. and, and just a lot of good qualities there. Yep, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I just do find a lot of just, like, and they, you know it's you know a show that you know you don't find a lot of humor in, but some of her like reactions and faces, it just does make me chuckle a little bit. Um, so I, I just I like everything about it. It's fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So transitioning. So this is the really really horrible scene with El, um, Elizabeth and the um, potential uh, rapist here. And um, yeah. If you know if. Peter didn't come in at the right time, this could have gotten even worse. And it's just a horrible scene to see play out. You know, the guy is in there at first when she comes in. And I didn't, like, at first I was just thinking, this is going to be somebody from the future that we know. I'm trying to figure out who it is. But it seems like it was just, you know, ramifications. What what would happen to the world if, um, you know, if there was this apocalypse? And he was one of the people who lived, I guess, through it. Yeah, and, you know, as, as we look at the faces of all the characters, right, you know, we think about them, and they often, you know, Dark often zooms in and shows them. The one of the most weathered faces is Elizabeth, right, and especially the one in, you know, the, the Elizabeth that they show in 2020, right, mm-hmm. or like, I'm sorry, not 2020, 2037 or whatever that, that, <laughs> yeah. that time period is, right? You got you it. You know, she's, she's really weathered. I mean, she's been through a lot, right? Yeah. And you could just tell looking at her face. And, you know, this is kind of the beginnings of that, right? Um, you know, there's there's someone who's, who's come into her, you know, into her space, her and her dad's space, and he's, you know, going through their stuff and stealing, and then, you know, he goes to rape her, and, well, first he goes to talk to her, and that's even, you know, that's not it's a good situation because he doesn't understand she's deaf, and, you know, and, you know... It just it goes from yeah. bad to He's, worse to terrible. Yeah. He makes and, the suit. You know, thankfully her father comes there and 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 you know helps. And of course that you know he ends up giving his life in order to kind of protect his child. Yeah, and the sh- the show surprised me too during this. So when like my thought process, I was I was thinking like this might be how Noah gets into the picture. How Noah. I may, was thinking the same thing. Right? I, I, I totally you know? was thinking the exact same thing. I was thinking 
at what point is Noah going to save her? I didn't think Peter would be the one to do, you know, or right. even, even when Peter came in, I was like, oh, Noah's going to save her somehow. Yeah. And that never happened. No. You know, uh, Elizabeth, she saves herself. Which is awesome. Know? I loved that. And um, I, I liked that they did, I did that. I did too. And no, like what I thought, I guess I was surprised it was Peter that came in rather than Noah. Um, I thought somebody yeah. was going to come in, but I, I really did think it would be Noah. And that's how he would kind of get in, you know, I mean, they're already kind of, you know, talking to each other, but I thought that would kind of solidify the relationship. And it turns out that she saves herself with the fire extinguisher and that it was a fire yeah. extinguisher, right? I think it was. And, um, yeah, she, she, she beats right after, um, you know, Peter, poor Peter has the knife and it takes forever for it to turn around back on him. It's such a painfully slow scene. And, uh, you knew he was like smaller than that guy. Right. So you were worried the whole time because this guy was, you know, much much bigger man than Peter is. So he put up a good fight, but that was, that was rough. He put up a great fight. It it was a big guy. Right. And, and you're just like, you're waiting for Noah. You, you kind of assumed like a young Noah would come in with like a gun and like, you know, save the day. But then, you know, Peter probably wouldn't make it. But, yeah. you know, um, it ended up being Elizabeth doing it. And, yeah. um, you know, she wasn't able to save her father, but she came conscious and uh, was able to bludgeon that guy with a fire extinguisher um, to, to save herself, which is, you know, which is good. Yeah, no, it was amazing. And, you know, Elizabeth becomes, you know, the leader of the, you know, the leader of the future. So obviously she's, yep. she's tough. She's got a lot of skills. And, uh, you know, this is kind of the beginning of, you know, you know, that path towards becoming who she becomes. Of that path. Yeah. Um, but I did just like, when I'm writing my notes, right. I was, I was literally typing, come on Noah. And I just like, that would have, I can't, can't imagine that happening like in season one or two when Noah was such, you know, a villain and enemy. So I just thought that was funny. Me rooting for Noah to come save the day. But, yeah, and you yeah. you always think like Noah's usually in the know about things happening, right? Like he's usually the one that's going to be right there, Johnny on the spot, like you know, ready to do something. And then when he wasn't, you're just like, oh, is he sleeping? Like what? Yeah, what what's going on? Yeah. Like <laughs> he missed, he took off that day. Um, yeah, but he was kind of surprised because like when she comes to uh, to the cave at the end of the episode, didn't he kind of look surprised to see her there? He did. Or am I missing? Okay, he did. yeah. He, he yeah. was kind of he was kind of surprised at that point, and you know we we don't know why there, but he did look surprised. This wasn't in the notebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think we talked through that scene. That's uh, I mean just a you know gut wrenching scene. Um, so yep. after after that, are we getting close to Hannah time here, or not Hannah time, but Katarina time? Uh, yeah. Uh, let's talk about that. Uh, let's talk about Katarina and she's gonna, she has a plan with Ulrich, right? And he's supposed to wait at the entrance for her. She's going to get the keys because the mom takes the same route every time. And so much could have gone wrong with this plan and did go wrong with this plan. But don't you, didn't you find it strange? Like Hannah's or Katarina's mom walking through the woods to get to work. Yeah. You know, um, doesn't seem that safe, does it? No. Like, <laughs> yeah. Especially with time travel. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't like she's a, okay. She works at the the mental institution. You'd think she would drive, right? Like, yeah. I mean, maybe she doesn't have a car, but like on the late night shift, like when when Katarina came in there the first time, like she she can't be walking to the forest at night in the middle of the night to get home, right? I mean, that's not. Yeah, she gets out really know, late. I mean, You're that, right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but I guess, you know, same route every time. And it's, um, like, it's just like, it was such, out in the open, it was just such a bad plan, I think. And, uh, oh, it was terrible. Yeah, it was best. Uh, you know, you, you got to plan something a little better than that. And then more importantly, you can't, you can't randomly just shout, mom, stop. Like, <laughs> See, I thought that was the most effective. During the middle of yeah. your plan. Yeah. You know, that's, that's yeah. not gonna, you know, yeah. I, I almost feel like, um, Helena killed her more so because she was, you know, she said something like that, right? Yeah. You know, she, it struck a nerve with her. Yeah, she's right? the devil. And yeah. it, get back, it get, gets back to that whole scene of, um, you know, her and Kat, uh, well, her and uh, Hannah posing, you know, with, a, with a, under the guise of Katerina as her name, right? Um, and and kind of, you know, leaving the necklace and, and, and that type of thing. You, you you feel like you know she has regrets of, of what she had done at a young age, and when people you know when when this Katerina says something like you know mom, it it strikes a nerve right, and you wonder if she would have killed her if she didn't say that, you know yeah. if if she wouldn't have been on tilt, right? Yeah, because that really did upset her. She said she wasn't worthy of the name Katerina, and um, at first I thought. It worked. I thought I thought Katarina had the key card when she said mom because I thought she froze and let go of the bag, but she didn't have it. And Katarina had to run and no. chase her. And uh, my like notes just increasingly went to all caps because I couldn't believe what was happening. So um, it was just yeah. it was just it was just really wild. Um, and so worried the whole time because I I just knew that Helena couldn't die because that would have been part of the story. So. I was like, this is Kat's ending. Like, we don't, like, it's it's possible for Katarina to die here because we don't know her future. So Correct. that was uh, just really tough to see. And, uh, you know, Katarina, it's a real tragic story, just her whole life, you know. And do you feel like the scene after that where you see uh, Helena coming Oof. home yeah. and, and kind of hitting Katarina yeah. as a child, you know, as a yeah. younger version of her after seeing the hickey, like, that that was the, that was how she got the black eye, right? Yeah, I mean that that's that's to my understanding, yep. or my assumption. I think you're right because you know she's like, did Ulrich do that to you? And uh, it's so tough to watch because you know she just a we just saw Cat. She just killed the older version of her, and now she's beating the younger version of her. And um, yeah, just a vicious cycle. This their lives together, um, man. That's this. Yeah. The, the poor Nielsens have been through the ringer. They have. Yeah. They really have. Um, and we get a quick scene with, uh, you know, Mikkel, uh, who haven't really checked in with him much in this version, this world, and Enos and him are back, and it seems like Mikkel is the only one who notices that the window is broken, it seems like Enos doesn't care at all. <laughs> yeah, Enos not really care, caring about, you know, broken windows when you get home from, uh, what was it, like a three-month trip, you know? <laughs> yeah. <She's... laughs> doesn't really mind the, the broken window. Yeah. I, I do think, you know, she's part of Sigmundus because of, like, the drugging and her involvement with Noah in the first season. And I, I, I think she just, like, probably knows the future, and she's like, oh, it's fine. It's okay. I, I know nothing will happen to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a window. It's We're just a window. Good. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry. That that problem's been taken care of, trust me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm trying to think. We're almost to the montage here. Um, and yeah. Uh, there's just a few things like in the future. Um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Francisca, and Charlotte all share a hug, right? And yeah, that was kind of cool. And uh, that was one of those, another just really, you know, a, a sad scene. 
right? You can tell they're all, they all want to stay with each other, right? And then all of a sudden you see um, that, that they can't, right? And that, that Charlotte and Elizabeth need to go and, you know, Fran needs to say goodbye to them. And it's, it's really sad, you know, and Adam even goes like, you know, they need to let them go. Like they, they need to go, yes. you know? Bartosz is just so right, you know, it's all Jonas's fault, all of this sick shit, and uh, here we go again, Jonas yeah. just, you know, ruining everything, and... It's all his fault. <laughs> for, for his selfish, for his selfish gain, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> he wants to change, change everything, um, so I, we don't see where they end up in this episode, right, we see Elizabeth and Charlotte are the ones to leave, but we, I don't think we know where they go yet, um, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I, I think they'll... Probably Correct. Tell, yeah. Correct. Okay. We don't know where they go. Okay, cool. So we don't know where they go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be interested to see where they end up. I'm glad Charlotte's, you know, part of the time traveling, uh, the time traveling uh, crew now. That's awesome. Um, yeah, she's joined the time travelers. She yeah, has. She's, yeah. she's playing the game. Good. Yes, that's awesome. Um, and the musical montage, uh, pretty, you know, another sad song. Um, oh man, Ulrich waiting by the entrance. That hit me kind of hard. Uh, oh. Yeah. yeah, it's tough, right? Yeah, <laughs> that was really then, sad. Then, yeah, you're just like, yeah, that's that's the end for Ulrich, right? Just stay in the, the institution, and yeah, it's it's rough. <laughs> yeah, so terrible. And they show, uh, they show, uh, really quickly right after that, Charlotte's looking in on his empty office, and I'm in the other world, and I'm wondering why, where's Ulrich been in the the other worlds? I uh, notably missing in this episode. So I'm just kind of wondering yeah. why he wasn't there. Has he already time traveled? I wonder. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. No. I. I. I um. We're gonna find out more there. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um. We have Peter, a young Peter, finding Helga's house at the. You know, I think that's the cabin, right? The bunker. It says Doppler. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The, the the Doppler cabin with the bunker right there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Charlotte is back to her grand, uh, grand HG Tanhouse's house. Uh, you know, she had her, <laughs> we didn't mention, uh, at the bus stop that oh, we finally saw a bus go there. Cause usually it's just like a hangout spot. Yeah. It's funny to see a bus there. Yeah. Usually you just see people waiting at that bus stop. I mean, who knows if the bus has ever come, <laughs> yeah. but, but we actually saw a bus this time and the bus driver's like, are you coming in or, you know, are you going to leave? And, and she, you know, she decides to stay after meeting young Peter and um, and then goes back to the, the clockmaker store. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the episode, right? Right. Still nobody has used the bus, so. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, the other character who was noticeably missing this episode was our nameless trio. And uh, I want to talk about them really quickly because the book that Claudia gets, right? That's... Right. They were finishing up that book, or like I think in the episode before, maybe episode three. Am, am I reading they that right? Were. Okay. They were right. They they're the ones. I think in the previous episode they they finished writing that book, and um, Claudia gets kind of like the first edition, doesn't she? I mean, yeah. You know, we've seen the book a couple Smart of different fun. times, and it looks kind of tattered. There's pages missing. Claudia's getting the, like fresh off the press. Yeah. I mean, it it looks great, yeah. pristine condition. It's right? a well done bullet journal, I think. So it's, it's like it's like a first edition <laughs> yeah. from from the trio, and uh, and man, that trio they're just so creepy, aren't they? Oh. I mean, it's just <laughs> especially the kid in the trio. I yeah. mean, that kid is just the 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 way that they move, the way that they look at people, the way they sneak up behind people. It's just it's just so creepy. It's, yeah. it's great. 
and it's Jonas and Marta's kid, which uh, is, it's just so crazy, like, all the different timelines, like, you can just tie yourself in a knot just thinking about uh, when was somebody born, where did they have to travel back to, it's just, uh, it's crazy, I don't know how they keep it together. I know, I know, it's, it's just really weird, especially because you've seen some times where people, you see, like, the older and the younger version of the person, or, like, you know, the... The younger person, the younger version of the person, and the middle-aged version of the person, or you know whatever, like with Jonas and the stranger Jonas and that type of thing. But when you see old, young, and middle, and they all travel together and they're working together, usually, it, it's I don't know why, but it's so creepy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just really, really eerie, and you know, it's just it's it's just. It adds an element to the show for sure. Yeah, it's like the the first time that this has ever been seen. It's like when the forward pass got introduced to the NFL. They're like, "Whoa, this is a game changer!" Like, yeah, wow, you could try, you could you could walk around with with your other versions of yourself and kind of be a trio. It's like, oh, this is kind of creepy. So you're telling me I would be indestructible? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The only one you can get out of those three is the old guy, right? Yeah. And, and like. You know, you can't stop that kid, and you certainly can't stop the middle-aged guy. Right? Yeah, you got to start with the old the guy. The worst you can do is kill the old guy. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. you got to start with him and then uh, work your way down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Or wait, just play a long waiting game after you kill the old guy. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just give it 66 years. It'll be all right. Um, yeah. um, okay. You, I mean, like, he, he, he really is almost unstoppable, right? Yeah. Because... If you were to kill the old one, the younger two are going to be there to see it. So they're going to know it's coming. You know, that day they're going to wake up. They're going to tell the old one, hey, watch your back. Like, there's <laughs> a guy that's going to come. Like, you know, <laughs> you, you just can't, you can't stop him when yeah. you've got three of them like that. And you have two versions that are going to know when, you know, when the time comes for the old one because they've seen it, right? Yeah. This dude's Jordan in his prime, man. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's yeah. mid-90s Jordan for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, all right. And then of course, you know, we get the huge, huge scene at the end that we, we kind of talked about at the beginning of the episode where, uh, you know, we get four versions of Marta, right. In the same, in the same room. And, uh, maybe this would have been Jonas's dream, you know, a couple of years back, but now it's a nightmare. <laughs> it is a nightmare. Yeah. And I don't feel like we've seen four of anyone. No, this know, is why. In the same yeah. room. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's, it's pretty weird, right? I mean, yeah. it's pretty eerie. And all of them have a huge scar, except for the, the Martha that, that Jonas has been, you know, with recently. And, and so we're kind of wondering, you know, how does she get that scar? What, what's going to happen there? You know something's going to happen, right? Um, just because they all have it. Um, and, and you're wondering, like, what's, what's going to come to kind of have that happen, you know? Um, and I don't know. You know, for some, whatever reason, the... The one, the middle-aged Martha, seems really harsh. I, yeah. I don't know why. She just strikes me as super harsh. Yeah, she's... <laughs> Not that the older one isn't, but, like, I don't know. It's it, She's just kind of, like, I don't know. She's kind of grumpy, and she kind of, you know, is quick to tell people no, or, you know, you'll, you'll understand what you need to understand, like, that type of thing. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely, uh, she's, uh, I mean, I, I'm thinking about her in comparison to Stranger Jonas, and he was kind of harsh at the beginning, too. And then we kind of got to know him a little bit more, and uh, it turns out he was, like, still, like, you know, he's kind of a nice guy. He was uh, so sad all the time, and uh, maybe if we got to know this Marta, she'd uh, she'd turn around, but... She'd grow on us, yeah. Yeah. But not much time left, uh, so, and 
I don't know. I can't imagine, and you know, you know already, so I, you don't have to say anything. But like, I just, I can't imagine her being such a big part of the story simply because, and I know she probably will be, but you know, some of these other characters, I'm just so much more invested in. And if we spent like a bulk of the time with, you know, this middle-aged version of Marta, I kind of would miss seeing some of the other characters. But, um, you know, every series gets new characters thrown into mix. It helps keep the series fresh. So uh, willing to see where it goes, you know. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think, yeah, it's, uh, I, you know, I won't say anything or speak to that. But I, I do like what they've done in the show as far as adding the new characters for season three. I like the, the, the three guys together um, and I really like um, the the Marthas I, I mm-hmm. feel like they were they were necessary and they're a nice addition to the show yeah and what they've done you know they created a great villain with the nameless trio and then they've made a complicated story even more complicated right with complicated. this, this yep. new this new world um, and I did uh, just talking about the word complicated I did I did like Peter and Charlotte meeting and talking about it's complicated I thought that was really cool nice meet yeah. cute you know yeah so uh just thinking about that as we kind of wrap up the episode here um but yeah uh, i have a question for you brian go ahead yeah which apocalyptic world would you want to be in would you want to be in the sand one or would you want to be in the winter like kind of rain <laughs> and snow and, and that type of thing Oof, both are pretty tough um right since there's well geez yeah oof. I don't know. I think maybe I'd want to be in the world with the the desert world. Uh, now that I think about, uh, you know, all the there's probably a lot more bad people in this uh, in this uh, apocalyptic world with the nuclear power plant. And I just yeah, especially seeing this episode with what happens to Elizabeth, I don't know if I'd want to be there. Although food and the water yeah. kind of seems scarce in the other world too. So I think it's like pick your poison, right? Yeah, it's, do you want a life of living in bunkers and, like, kind of, you know, being outside for short periods of time and uh, that type of thing? Or do you want, like, the always cold and being rained on and needing to fight people in your trailer and that type of thing? You know, e- neither one is good. I was just always curious what your thoughts were. Yeah, since I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm a Las Vegas. I'm somebody who lives in Las Vegas, so, you know, uh, I think the desert. You'll take the desert. The desert yeah. kind of works for <laughs> me. So. that desert. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, it's uh, so good. Uh, the the show, I can't believe that even three seasons in, I was just thinking, I was like, how do they save these secrets? How do they save all these crazy moments for so late in the game? You know, knowing that you have to build an audience, knowing that you have, they just had so much, I think, that they were able to space it out. So really just like credit to the to the writers of the show. So it's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally agree. Yeah. And uh, I do like when I recommend it to my friends, you know, um, I have got a lot of, like, a lot of people have said that, like, you know, just three or four episodes in, they already love it. And I think it is, like, if you really, like, concentrate and watch the show, it's hard not to like. So, um, it's just, there's so much mystery, and it's definitely, you know, complicated, but it also is, you know, fun to ha- be so confused. Yeah, especially, you know, with, with everything going on right now, and, and, you know, it's good to have a show you can sit down and watch, and take your mind off of uh, the current pandemic right yeah. uh it's nice to have a show like that and um you know i i've uh, recommended it to friends and coworkers, and uh you know some of them have really started picking it up and uh you know it's it's exciting to see them kind of you know starting from the beginning and, and, and watching it and, and starting to like it yeah and it's definitely been gaining popularity i mean online um you know the subreddit has been growing uh, immensely it's over like one hundred twenty thousand people 
Um, it was a top 10 show on Netflix. Um, it's just really cool to, you know, see that so many people like it. And um, I'm glad people are tuning in during the third season as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I, I don't have anything else in this episode, Jerry. I thought it was the best one of the definitely the best one of the season in the top five of all time. I'd have to kind of sit down and think about that. But it was one of the better episodes of the show, I thought. Totally agree. Yeah. So, um, and I, I know, I know I've heard good things about the ending and it's been, I think we're like 10 or 12 days after, you know, dark has been released and I've been able to hold off from spoilers. So I'm going to keep trying my best to do that as keep, I keep going with yeah, that, Brian. Yeah. yeah. Keep, keep, uh, avoiding the, the subreddits. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm only checking, like I'll check the, um, the episode hub and they do, they do a pretty good job of keeping it, uh, per episode. So I, I like to check out those just to see what people are saying, but, um, yeah, I'm trying trying my best to avoid spoilers and trying to get all these pods out before before I do get spoiled. So, so far, so good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, um, thank you so much for listening. Um, the positive reviews and the nice words you guys have said have uh, really meant a lot to me. So, uh, thank you for that. Um, if you want to um, help the show, you could leave a review on iTunes. Five stars would be wonderful. Would really appreciate it. And um, you could follow me on Twitter, Wake Up Winden. And if you want to write to the show, talk about things, please no spoilers, but you could email me at wakeupwinden at gmail.com. And uh, I'm through the fifth episode so far, so those things are all safe. But anything else, give me a little bit of time, please. Um, all right, Jared, thanks again for coming on. This was a really good talk. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Brian. All right. All right. See you guys later. Take it easy. Bye-bye.